Hey guys, it's your friend, The Lean Programmer. Hope you're doing well. So, I just came up with an idea to start a podcast series on interview experience which people had. Many of you, I know, are now placed in amazing companies and some of you are still struggling with the interview placements. And for you guys and for my juniors who are still uh, yet to give the interviews, this podcast will be very helpful. So, I'll be sort of interviewing people who have been placed into major companies and today we have a very amazing guest here Akansha she has been placed in Shell so hi Akansha glad to have you here hi Madhav the pleasure is all mine I'll ask you a cliche question now introduce yourself Akansha I'm your HR interviewer okay hello sir (laughs) so apart from what you see on the paper right on your desk I'm a person who is uh, interested in undertaking responsibilities and trying my level best to fulfill those responsibilities. Uh, I'm an uh, aspiring engineer who is trying to learn things apart from what is taught in college and use those expertise to solve real life problems. Leaving academics, uh, uh, my hobbies uh, include reading books, swimming and uh, playing chess. Playing chess kind of prepares me for changing life situations and take my own turns accordingly. That was that was cool, Akansha. So <laughs> I'm sorry for throwing a question suddenly, but yeah, this is what happens in the interviews. I'm, I mean, you have to be prepared all, all the time. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, you guys, oh, you guys, uh, you guys who are listening to us right now, you might be thinking, how will the podcast help me crack my coding interviews? I mean, it can help you like when you are traveling to your classes and when you are having some free time just plug in your earphones and listen to experience uh, I follow one rule in life I mean we all learn from failures but it's not necessary that those failures must be your own so if you're learning from other people's failures as well you have got it I mean you know right so just listen to these podcast series and know uh, know the interview experience of other people as well so let's start hope this interview experience helps you all and and i'll keep having these sessions regularly so akansha what is the definition of a dream company for you uh so madhav as i've been listening through various friends and various uh, people the ve- the mere definition of a dream company varies according to one's own aspirations. Mm-hmm. So it can be a company that fetches a very good CTC, say 20-30 lakhs mm-hmm. or for some or it could be uh, doing the job that the person wants to do or it could be a work environment or the ambience a person finds good to work or it could be one way that would provide the best two-year experience so that the person could go for higher studies so it varies but according to me the definition of my dream company would be a company that would enable me to do the work of my choice Mm -hmm. to follow my passion Mm -hmm. one which would allow not only work but would also allow an equal work-life balance because we all are human beings and apart from work we also have a lot of responsibilities we need to take care of and Doing what you love, at the end of Friday, I hope, when I come back from office mm-hmm. and when I join back office on Monday, I would not require a weekend to make my uh, life come up 
or my uh, or my relaxation to take place yeah. so work should be such that you do not need a weekend to enjoy it. to yeah. enjoy right your work should be your enjoyment yeah amazing answer but i was expecting expecting an answer like uh, a dream company is something which gives a ctc of more than 11 lakhs and or something like which which gives you too many uh, perks but money cannot buy happiness exactly at all exactly so it was a very good answer i mean i'm i'm seriously impressed so <laughs> the definition of dream company depends on you right it's what you are looking for if you are looking for money dream company for you is something which some company which provides you enough money if you are looking for work experience a dream company is some some company which provides you enough work experience in your domain so yeah that was cool so akansha i was having this question you are so skilled i mean you are into development from before and you were a part of ieee and you knew so many things so why did you choose shell over so many companies uh okay madha so me choosing shell or shell choosing me would be a question again <laughs> <laughs> so it was the company who found me like uh, we were appearing for almost all the companies i would not lie saying that i was very choosy in only going for companies that offered uh, mm-hmm. an area of my interest mm-hmm. like i'd been working with android and app development side mm-hmm. the two of my internships and even my uh, chapter work was related to android app dev mm-hmm. but i did not restrain myself to that mm-hmm. uh, so the companies that were coming in there was one mail that just popped up out of somewhere that marked as shell shell wasn't something that was my dream i'd say mm-hmm. it wasn't in my mind that i need to just get into shell mm-hmm. but when i went through the job profile i was really amazed that the company completely works with uh, database management and there were very rare companies that worked completely only with a certain domain specializing only with a certain work so while i went through the profile Uh, I came to know it works on Oracle, and while I was, I had taken up DBMS in my BTEC. Mm-hmm. I was very much interested in the subject, and I always wondered how it would be to work in industry and how how we could take this knowledge, this basic knowledge of SQL and other things, to a larger perspective. So I was very thrilled while I applied for the company, not knowing that I'll finally land up in the same. So that was the reason that I got to work in my domain. and i would do something i would love mm-hmm. rather than just doing it for the sake of it so when i'll be learning something i'll be very happy in exploring each and every bit of each and every notch of it while i get valuable experience so that was the reason i chose shell or i should say shell chose me i'm very happy that you are satisfied with what you got and and satisfaction is very important and i'm really happy that uh, you're getting to work on what you love so i see people thinking of interviews when technical interviews just a game of dsa and data structures and algorithms they just two or three months before interviews they start cramming the concepts and they start going through data structures and algorithms like crazy so how far do you think this is true do you really think that tech, uh, interviews are just a game of data structures and algorithms and some core i mean core uh, subjects as well but do you think being into extracurricular activities help as well i think all work and no play make jack, makes jack a dull boy yeah. and it actually holds if you go with the perspective that okay you are a a very techno savvy person who has been investing all his or her hours into mm-hmm. learning 
टेक्निकल स्किल्स डूइंग कॉम्पिटेटिव कोडिंग गेटिंग अ वेरी नाइस नैक ऑफ द टेक्नोलॉजी बट डज नॉट हैव मच टू ऑफर वेन इट कम्स टू एक्स्ट्रा करिकुलर एक्टिविटीज देन बींग एन एच आर और अ रिक्रूटिंग पर्सन अ पर्सन वुड नॉट वॉन्ट जस्ट लाइक अ पर्सन हु इज वेरी मच स्किल्ड ओनली इन अ डोमेन बिकॉज वेन यू आर इन टू अ कंपनी दैट बिकम्स योर ओन कंपनी एंड यू हैव टू टेक अप वेरियस रोल्स अकॉर्डिंग टू एज एंड वेन द नीड्स अराइज सो अ गुड एम्प्लॉय वुड बी वन हु वुड बी वेरी आई वुड नॉट से वेरी गुड इन ऑल द डोमेन्स बट वुड हैव अ गुड एंड क्लियर स्किल सेट वेन इट कम्स टू बोथ करिकुलम एज वेल एज एक्स्ट्रा करिकुलर एक्टिविटीज एंड ओवरऑल डेवलपर एंड ओवरऑल पर्सनैलिटी वुड बी मोर प्रेफर्ड देन अ पर्सन हु इज द बेस्ट इन अ पर्टिकुलर थिंग This reminds me of a very important thing. Like, if I were a recruiter, I would choose a person. Of course, uh, if say two people are sitting in front of me, and one is uh, and is an amazing developer, and one is a sort of okay, okay developer, but a very good person who is into sports and who knows how to work with a team, I would of course choose the second one. And any recruiter would choose the second one because uh, because job is not about working alone. Even if you are a if a rank one developer, let's say. even if you are the most amazing developer the world has ever seen and you have no idea how to work in team and you have no idea, you you have do not have people skills then i'm sorry you won't be uh, preferred over the person who is having people skills so people sk- having uh, these skills on how to collaborate with people how to how to stay in a community is very important so for all our listeners uh, just keep in mind that this is not Uh, interviews are not just a game of how much skills do you have it's also about what you actually are so yeah keep that in mind correct okay so let's move on to our next question uh this is really an amazing question and uh, different people have different views on this question so i generally keep on asking people this question so and i would like to hear your views as well what is the number one advice you would like to give people on cracking these interviews and getting a placement okay so like i would like to say uh, one thing that you should practice like you've never won but perform like you've never lost so so while you have not uh, like you are preparing for an interview mm-hmm. you should not have the perception in your brain that you know everything mm-hmm. or the perception that you know nothing mm-hmm. but you should be a person who's inquisitive to learn new things new technologies mm-hmm. everything that is required but once you are there to enter that hall mm-hmm. go with the feeling that you are the boss and you are going to rule it over there mm-hmm. you're going to answer each and every question to the best of your abilities mm-hmm. be true to yourself be true to the person you are talking to mm-hmm. but given your best shot think you are the most skilled person in that subject use each and every section of your brain to come up with the solution to a particular answer don't get nervous that you do not know a particular thing but if you don't know the thing completely then you should also have the guts to tell the person that you do not know this and sir it would be great if you tell me the correct answer than blabbering anything which is not very relevant to the thing because they are very much experienced they've been taking interviews of many candidates so it will take them some 2 minutes to identify if the person is true or not mm-hmm. so you should not play with them but be very confident and you should try acing the interview if you achieve it well and good if you do not achieve it that doesn't mean that you are not a successful person there are many avenues in life and something 
I always believe there's something better instilled for you. So just do your best. Give your best shot. Again, this reminds me of something very important, Akansha. Uh, yeah. uh, you said a very good point. I mean, many people are undermining themselves. So I just have to say one thing. If you do not have faith in your own skills, how in the world are, do you expect someone else to have faith in you? I mean, Absolutely. interviews is all just a game out. Making your interviewer believe that you have the skills, you have those damn skills which he requires. And if you do not have those, that, that kind of mentality that you think you are not skilled enough, how in the world do you think the interviewer will believe in you? So you have to keep in mind, even if you are not super skilled, you have enough skills and, but you think you have enough skills to get that job, stay to your, stay true to yourself. I mean, you have those skills. Don't undermine yourself. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't believe in yourself, there are many people who are going to pull you down as like... Of course, yeah. So, so having self-confidence is very important. Absolutely. Alright, so I know we cannot solve all the questions here on podcasts, but still I would like to know like what was your interview procedure and how did it start and what all things happened to you and what were the questions and all like if you are available to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So the first, uh, like Shell, when it came for recruitment, the first uh, section was the online uh, online round that was held on 1st August. Mm-hmm. It had uh, three sections. The first section comprised of uh, qualitative and quantitative uh, aptitude, reasoning and uh, verbal and other aspects. The second was purely technical that comprised of 30 questions. The majority of them were from DBMS. You would be shocked again, as he said, DSA is the one ruling everywhere. But in this company, there were around out of 30, I would say uh, 60 to 70 percent questions were on pure DBMS, Mm -hmm. out of which 20 to uh, 10 to 15 percent questions, uh, as far as I remember. Uh, it was for advanced um, DBMS, as in coding involving DBMS. We are not yeah, very yeah. much fledged with that. Yeah. So with that and the third uh, section comprised of uh, the online round that had two coding questions. So these coding questions were different for uh, everyone, as in the difficulty level wise. Uh, so some people were lucky enough to get two questions that were easy. Mm-hmm. Some had uh, two difficult questions as if both were dynamic. And some had one uh, easy question and one uh, dynamic. Which category were you in? My luck is not too good and too bad. So I had one easy question and And one difficult question. And the time limit was less as far as the difficult question was concerned. But uh, one could run like around seven to eight cases. Mm -hmm. The time complexity solving issues were difficult because there were just 15 minutes for one question. Mm -hmm. So that was one place where you need to really practice well trying to solve efficiently than to make changes or improvise there because there was no time for making changes out over there so that was about the uh, online test uh, post the online test there were uh, 40 students who got shortlisted for the interview out of how many in the beginning uh, out of around uh, 8 or 900 students 8 or 900 oh my god congratulations <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then uh, out of those 40 students, they were uh, taken for interviews mm-hmm. that were held on 7th August. The results came quite late. So you could see the f- generally the results come out in a day or two, yeah. but uh, here the test was on 1st and the results came on 7th, on 7th, yeah, on 6th night and 7th for the interviews. Then morning, uh, the session started while I would frankly say 
um i did not have a very clear picture about the company mm-hmm. because uh, it wasn't a completely tech oriented company it, uh, it is a company that deals with uh, oil and natural gas uh, production mm-hmm. so it wasn't a company i had been googling before i would be very frank with it mm-hmm. so when we have certain companies we have a lot of idea about and shell in india is not as much as shell in usa or netherlands yeah. is so so when i was coming for the interview i just uh, googled i read about it in wikipedia for some 15 20 minutes so i had a clear picture when it was found and basic stuff but and i expected that to happen in the orientation as well but uh, we were lucky enough that the orientation did not go about the history and everything <laughs> they told us the technical work of the company rather than taking us back to how the company started how big it is what the turnover is and the all the boring stuff so it was something we were more interested in so they started off with how dbms how technology plays a role and how their bangalore office is completely tech oriented and how in india they are planning to uh, advance and other things so post all that we were called for interviews in various panels and uh, as soon as i entered the interview hall so as uh, there were two people from shell representing shell one was the hr and one was the technical guy who worked for some 22 years mm-hmm. so the hr was sitting in uh, the ac and he was like i'm just there to shake hands so you guys continue and all the very best mm-hmm. and when i entered the panel uh, there were around eight people to the panel at one go like eight different panels so okay. my yeah. panel was the fifth panel and uh, as soon as i entered there was this other guy who was like ki uh, you are very unlucky i was like the first thing that he said was that you are very unlucky i was like why sir and he was like all the other people are facing only skype interviews where there are two people from our bangalore office who would be asking them questions but i'm sitting with a set of a4 uh, pages and i am uh, the one who would take your technical interview and i will take assistance from my junior So but he's going to screw you ha uh-huh. but uh, then i was very nervous but i answered sir no problem it will be good this panel would teach me more than any other panel would s- mm-hmm. since you are sitting yeah. there and he was like very impressed he told i tried to freak you out but it seems you are ready to learn i was like okay so after that uh, initially after 5 10 minutes of connecting with the other person placed there uh, the interview procedure started and uh, there were questions initially as you started off the interview the interview started in a similar <laughs> manner tell me about yourself yeah. and then there were questions related to uh, core dbms mm-hmm. some around 35 40 minutes which i really enjoyed uh, around some 15 to 16 questions out of which one question i did not have a clue about it was a very easy question it was related to surrogacy key but i didn't know the answer so i told i don't know and they told you can think of something but since i did not know anything related to that topic we never so studied i did not make up the answer yourself. i did not make That's up the, the answer that reminds me of something uh, i want to sorry to interrupt you in between yeah so it's highly essential to stay true to yourself like i have seen this one common mistake that everyone i mean seriously everyone has been doing we are trying to oversell ourselves too much when you try to oversell yourself it's quite visible on face like you don't know the answer but still you are trying to make up things in coding related things you can think of something and in questions you can come up with the answer but in conceptual questions where you haven't even heard about the concept and still you are trying to make up things and fake yourself uh, that's that is going to have an opposite effect so never try to do that 
So back on to you, Kansha. Yeah. So there were questions related to DBMS. Then they went to DSA. They asked me questions related to graphs, and he made me even uh, write the pseudo codes. And <laughs> he kept checking them. Is that HR interview? No, no, oh, the okay. technical okay. interview. The because yeah, that was on on face. Others yeah. were on Skype. So that happened, and they had a straight face. they didn't smile or let me know if my answer was correct i assumed that since they were going with the next question presumably my answer was correct they asked basic questions also like related to um, oops concepts like uh, encapsulation polymorphism and other aspects they asked me real life examples how would you implement abstraction or if this is the scenario how does encapsulation come into picture so not a very direct thing but then if you know the concept well you can come up with your own answers to those questions so all that ended and then the interview proce- procedure was going on so and should we just talk about the interview procedure what happened after that also we can like you can you can you feel yeah. so 11:30 my interview ended and right after that uh, we were asked to wait because the interviews kept going on till uh, uh, late and they told 2 o'clock they'll be giving the results so after that i did not go to room neither did i take any call or any text i went to a nearby temple outside and uh, i think i sat there for an hour and since i missed my lunch i then again went to a bihari dhaba is a place near our college i sat there alone i think for the first time sitting at a restaurant alone and eating ordered chili chicken and cold drinks had that and then it was around 1:40 i came back to pat office that's a placement office where they were supposed to announce the results but it wasn't 2 and the interviews were still going on and it was expected to go till 5:36 so we were made to sit in a gallery and by 6 when they came up they came with goodies and they were like you know all of you sit on your places so i thought maybe this is the time they're going to announce the results mm-hmm. and they told it was good and other things about the interview and then they told uh, that they have already finalized the names and it's on their laptop but they are not going to disclose it today because they'll get a confirmation from the corporate office and they'll disclose it tomorrow at 11 so that was one night of trauma again so we went back without the results and that night i couldn't sleep <laughs> and next morning but then uh, uh next i got a early morning because i had my other interview for some other company and i went there we had the orientation from 8 to 11 the orientation ended and then finally the results came out and then i was selected i'm so happy for your venture <laughs> so uh, just one more question before we wrap up this podcast uh, how would you rate the difficulty of interviews according to your skills I mean, on a scale of 10 was it too easy or was it too difficult uh What do you mean? According to me only, or it depends on the person. We'll, Maybe a person is more into DSL. We we'll go with both. So first, with your skills. So you were Android developers and developer, and uh, you had you were into competitive programming and development as well. So according to your skill set, how difficult was it to crack the interview for Shell? Uh, I would say six. Six Not out of ten. Very very difficult interview. It was moderate. That's great. And let's suppose a person having. very low skills and he has one month to prepare for the interview how difficult would it be for attempting so it uh, depends the the person might be very much into dsa generally we think dbms os and these cow and other topics are 2 3 uh, percent inside so if the person is too much into dsa not at all into dbms the person would find the interview very difficult to crack the online test also very difficult mm-hmm. to crack it so i'd say 
ஒர்க்கிங்ஸ்ட்ரீம் <laughs> how to prepare for uh, product based companies how to prepare all right so i would definitely give a suggestion like uh, having your concept strong is something really important there's no substitute for practice practice a lot like practice like hell you like it's until you think uh, it's something is really important you are not going to achieve it so if you really want to crack those interviews you need to practice a lot but then there are some tips which i can share with you while you are sitting inside the interview hall and you have the interviewer in front of you uh, and it's a coding interview uh, i can share some tips okay so when an interview when the interviewer ask you a question it's generally they give you a question to solve on a pen paper or a whiteboard interview and generally what we do is we start on think we keep on thinking and thinking and once we are come up with the answer we tell to the interview this interviewer so this i think is the worst thing you can do in your coding interviews so the interviewer is not there to look at your i mean uh, at your skills mostly he is but he is also there to look at your thinking procedure like how are you how logically do you approach towards a question so it's very 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 important mm-hmm. like number one important thing is to think aloud like think loudly whatever you are thinking keep speaking about it so whenever an interviewer ask you a question a coding question ask first of all ask yourself yourself what are the inputs what are the outputs think of some test cases and i mean are you missing some edge cases feel free to ask your interviewer if you are doubtful about anything that thing could be that thing could be a catch where interviewer wants to see how would you perform and just feel free to ask uh, the, your doubts but make sure that you are not asking too much and you are not asking basic doubts that no one would like it i'll add to this if you know a big o of n square solution and you know a big o of one or n log n solution come up with an n square solution because they're going to take you to yeah, that solution exactly. i i did the same so make sure you come up with uh, a proper two loop three loop thing and then at the yeah. end go to recursion or then come to a big o of one solution so yeah. that it's easier for you so yeah that was that was exactly what i was going to say so you don't get enough time to think so directly jumping on to a to, to the efficiency of the question is is not going to work every time for you so you whenever you are given with any question just think of some brute force approach which you can tell to the interviewer directly like without wasting any time and think loudly and once before you start coding write down or tell the interviewer the steps which you are going to follow and try to be as modular as you can use functions and all that is uh, again the coding part we will not jump onto there but then again uh, try to be as good as you can and once you are done with the brute force approach or say naive approach you can keep uh, you can ask for hints to the interviewer like you can and if you have some improvements yourself you can tell on to the interviewer uh, be free to like say that this thing can be this function basically works in big o and square but if we change this to this then this function can be done in say big o n so that is of course a good point for you 
and then don't use very confusing variable names like your report should be readable and then talk to the interviewer talk as much as you can not the foolish things or foolish questions don't torture him yeah but talk to him ask him how can he like how for some hints to uh, improve the code and he will definitely right. give you the hints and improve your code if there's any possibility of doing so so that's it yeah so we'll wrap up the podcast now and this uh, i just want to say that uh, do subscribe to the lean programmer that's me madhavbhel.tech/subscribe or learn.madhavbhel.tech and that's it we'll be coming up with more podcasts very soon catch you later guys hope this was an informative session and thank you so much that's it